Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. I also purchased FamilyPetAncestry.com because it made me laugh. It just points towards my website. Anyway, it is January. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg has uh, composed and sings with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen, uh, the intro song to the Dork Forest. He will sing the Mexican hat dance at the end, lyrics he made up. Now, Patrick Brady will fix this audio. I'm using the lavaliers. Hopefully that is not a problem. Um, and Vilmos fixes my website. So if you need a website, Vilmos is your guy. He does JackieCation.com. And it's easy to change my website, and so you should use him. Anyway, the credits and then that and then the merch page and donations it's Dan, it's january again so you can start donating to me again you could always give to a food bank uh like i do in november and december but if you like to if you like the show i ask if people are willing and have it to donate a hundred dollars a year and become a super fan what does the super fan get uh, the same thing a regular fan gets, which is a thank you card and possibly a trinket. Uh, you could also just order stuff as a way to support the show. You can order from the merch page on JackieCation.com. You can, the donation uh, button is there and it's on DorkForest.com. But the merch page has t-shirts, Ranger t-shirts and Dork Forest t-shirts. I'm working on a new one, but I haven't yet figured it out. And then my CD and DVDs. My DVD and CDs are there, and you can buy those, and there's a deal if you get more than one. And if you want to get a bunch of stuff, just email me. I'll figure something out. Anyway, so you can get merch. You can use the Amazon banner on JackieCation.com when you order from Amazon, as we all do, and I get a little bit of a kickback. All it is is a portal into Amazon, and it's noted that uh, that you came from my website, and then I get a percentage. And it's, it's nice. People have been using it, and I totally appreciate it. If... Um, you want, you could come and see me do stand-up comedy. You could watch me do stand-up comedy all over the internet. That's right. I live in Los Angeles. It's January, which means I'm going to be all over New York this month. And then at the end of the month, I'm doing my home club in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Acme Comedy Company. But check my Twitter feed and uh, Facebook and my own page, because I'll be doing two or three sets a night for the first. I'm doing a live dork forest in New York on the 10th. Me and Matt Brunger are splitting a couple hour, um, slot at the New York Comedy, at the New York Podcast Festival. And it's January. And so I am in New York. I'm doing the New York Podcast Festival. First of all, uh, me and Matt Brunger are splitting a two hour slot at Fontana's for the New York Podcast Festival on January 10th. And then, I'm going to be doing sets until the 26th all around New York City. So come and see me do stand-up comedy around New York City uh, January 7th through the 26th. And then I am at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis, my home club. Super fun. Anyway, thanks a lot for tuning in, you guys. This is a good one. I am currently, it is the week before Christmas, and I am in Aspen, Colorado. And now, let the show begin. At RBC Wealth Management, social responsibility starts at the top. As a part of the Royal Bank of Canada, RBC has been recognized among the world's financial, social, and environmental corporate leaders. Our sense of responsibility extends to our reputation for putting clients' interests first. 
My personal commitment is to help you achieve your financial goals by also considering sustainable and responsible investing strategies. To learn more, visit www.darlakashian.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE FINRA SIPC. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am in a hotel room, a glamorous Aspen, Colorado hotel room, where uh, a town that's so pretty, uh, there's nothing left to gentrify. That's right. And uh, we got a fireplace, and I'm sitting here with Tammy Pescatelli. We're here to do a show. Hello. Hello. We have to meet in weird towns all the time. I know. The last time we saw each other was that <laughs> Lucy town? Fest. It's Jamestown, New York. James, that was right. The Lucille Ball Comedy Festival or Festival of, of Lucille Ballness. Right. She was there. She was born there and then never, never returned. Return. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. We're using the lavalier, so it's going to be an exciting time for Patrick Brady when he fixes the audio. God love him. <laughs> and uh, Tammy Pescatelli, by the way, it's T A. A-M-M-Y, and then Pescatelli, just like it sounds, you guys, P-E-S-C-A-T-E-L-L-I. And it's at Tammy Pescatelli on Twitter, yes. Pescatelli.com for your regular website. And, and people should, and you have a, you have a special that's on Netflix and iTunes called Finding the Funny. Right. And they can download that and then they can see you live wherever they want to see people live do stand up. You're so good at this. You really are. Oh, sure. Sure. Years later, years yeah. later, I, I, I gotta, well, we gotta get that out and let people know what your name is and what, where they can find you. The stand up comedy, very exciting. And, um, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> right. But now you're dorkdom. I like the list you sent me and cause we're going to go after this. We're going to go thrifting. Yes, because I'm a huge thrift store shopper. Why? Uh, I was always poor because I'm a comedian. Like right. when you start comedy, I used to go around towns with a dollar in my pocket and try to figure out how to eat. Like go to Taco Bell, you could get oh, one you taco. When the subway sandwiches, you get those clips, and then you you, you get different. Oh, punches! Yeah, yeah, punches, yeah. You get ten, and then you'd get a free six. Sure. Inch. Yeah, I used to, and, and sadly to say, try to figure out how to punch the card, figure out how to make my own, my own, uh, ink stamp, my own ink stamp, uh, out of, out of soap, like right. I was in jail, like, <laughs> like jail stamp cards, trying to do that stuff. And so I always had, you know, as a fashion design major in college. Oh, right. Right. So I would totally. So you know clothes. And I know stuff. clothes. I know fabric. I spent four years doing weft and weaves and all this. Baloney. Yeah. So, where'd you go to college? Kent State University. All right. And not shot. Well played. Not shot. Too soon? Too soon for that job? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so too soon and too late. <laughs> All of it. All of it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you studied fashion so you can look at a thrift store and find good stuff. Right. Like I went way before it was popular. Right. Way when it was crusty and you wouldn't right. tell Free people. Free the bearded youth movement. Correct. But then right. and the whole... Uh, even What's grunge. his name? That the guy that sings the song. Husker Du. No, I'm thinking um, of yeah, Nirvana. Yeah, no, what's his name? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The guy that's purple suit. I might not I be 25. Store show. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, like way before, because uh, I would, I as I told you, I would pretty and pink it. I would have a a project that oh, right. I was in college, man, and I would totally blow off the project until the night before. Oh, and there you, you can't go. Create. So mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. I would go to the thrift store and I would find like three or four different articles of clothing and tear them all up and put them together. I was once trapped. May I tell you this story? Please. I was trapped at a, at a dinner table one time with a woman. Who was this person? I can't even remember. Uh, all I remember is I eventually had to shut her down and it was not because <laughs> we were not on the dork forest. It was not a safe space. And I, they were talking about cosplay and they were talking about cost making costumes and stuff. And I said, 
something I probably shouldn't have said, which was I've always wanted to dress like Xena, the warrior princess, <laughs> which um, if I could look like Z- Lucy Lawless, that'd be awesome. And even even not. Even or sing could- like her. Have you ever heard her sing? Crazy. No. Crazy. She has a... An just amazing a, an voice. Opera voice. Holy Not just crap. like a normal, like, you know, yeah. nice karaoke voice. <laughs> Operatic voice. Like, could you be yeah. all things at all times? Right. Could you be the, the hottest? <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but this woman was telling me that at Ralph's grocery store in Los Angeles, they oftentimes, here during the winter, they will sell, uh, pleather jackets. They'll sometimes have clothing. And they're like, I bought a pleather jacket and I cut it up and I turned it into a, a, a Xena the Warrior Princess costume. And then she explained it. It must have been 15, 17 minutes at a dinner. 17 minutes in a row. Of how she did it? Possibly 20. Jackie, hear this. Listen to this right now. You hear this? This is a fake North Face coat that I bought for $5. <laughs> at a thrift store. Where? Where? What thrift store? At a thrift store. Uh, this was, oh, I can tell you straight up, uh, a Goodwill in Omaha, Nebraska. All right. You know, see, the thing is, is I would walk into a Goodwill in Omaha, Nebraska, and it, I would be overwhelmed. And I can't, I can't, I can't wait to go thrifting with you because you'll see, you're willing to scrabble around, uh, and look at everything. And you can t- yeah. tell by like, I like it. Here's what I like. When a thrift store will separate things by colors. Yeah, that's helpful. That's helpful. Uh, although color is not necessarily what you need. You need to kind of have a, uh, this is what, uh, depends on what you want. Do you want quality? Right. Do you want fun? Like it's for real. You, there's no need. Like clothes don't die. I feel like, you know, how people don't like fur yeah. now because, yeah. all right, it kills the animal, but <laughs> right. uh, I get why. But what about vintage fur? Did right. the animal just die in vain? Should it just sit there? What about the clothes? Like did those little hands that made them in the Philippines and got poked yep. over and over yep. again, should, should their work be in vain? So let's go to the thrift stores. Why can't we live and dress like the 1% yep. on $1? On a dollar. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I, I think that's great. Like how, what are you looking for though? When you go into a thrift store, are you looking for fabric? Are you looking for style? Are you looking for, Cost. Well, here's what I'll tell you. Like, I, I know people are going to go, what? But I don't buy sweatshirts or sweaters anywhere but thrift stores. Oh, that makes sense though. Ever. Ever. Right. Like, so like when we go here, we're in Aspen, Colorado, we're going to find some great sweaters. Right. We're going to find some high quality wool, like Scottish type. Yes, yeah, shave nice. a sheep, sweater, right? Right, like, like, like yeah, yeah. Cashmere, you're gonna find here, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. You got to figure out where you're going. Like, if you're in the south and you want cowboy boots, man, yeah, that's the place to go. You okay. gotta, yeah, you want to go down and have an idea of your region. I had a friend of mine who collects um accordions. Why has she never been on the Dork Forest? <laughs> um, but when she goes to Wisconsin, she always goes to the to the Salvation Army and the thrift stores, and, and because there's always old. People get rid of their accordions. Sure. Or more, more likely, they're getting rid of their grandparents' accordions. But they're <laughs> like, okay, good. So grandma died. I can't possibly have anything to do with this accordion. And then she goes and takes them and, uh, they're amazing. Yeah. So. Well, I also. So it's like that regional. Right. So do you figure out regional stuff? And then it also, like my son is into all kinds of cool little toys. He's six years old. You don't always find. So I go through toys to see what okay. they have old stuff. Like I have this great little elf collectible doll <laughs> that you, yeah, who has an elf doll, but I do, I yeah, do, you do. Uh, you lots of the- little Star Trek memorabilia 
because my husband How many loves different it. elf things do you have? I have three different elf things. You found three different elf three different. toys. I have about 17 different Star Trek from um, the original Captain Kirk sure. and, and uh, Leonard Original suit, se- yeah. Original dolls, series, yeah. Right? Um, doll- in packages. Like okay. pre-eBay stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I have... Uh, the what's it called the thing that beams you up the um the, the communicator the communicator but yeah, yeah you got one, one of those i mean right so stuff like that i i find it i i, I even do it online. what are the poses of the elf dolls do you have little elf figures is that what you've got no alf 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 as in the alien the, 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 the alien life form. right what is what are, what, what, what what is he posing as what well, is he doing one he's in a window with that the the fingers you know the whole ronald reagan the full reagan yeah he's doing a full reagan <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah he's doing the full reagan uh, there's another one where he's in a hawaiian shirt just kind of standing there sure with no pants no pants weird. that is that um, feels yeah and then there's another one where he's uh he's sitting he's sitting like in in a in a, a chair like a big armchair kind of it's really reminiscent of Archie Bunker but he's okay. just sitting there well I think Alf I think we can all agree was Archie Bunker <laughs> of but done of Alien Life Form and yet nor you nor I have a television show no no, yes. no but Alf, Alf gets a show <laughs> but uh, we have never had <laughs> no we've not had television shows but that's you know what I like what, what I do enjoy is when comics tell me hey I'm learning how to act on television <laughs> and I'm like what shouldn't we have taken classes and they're like I did take classes but it's been years and so it's uh, but when you are when we when comics are given television shows they have to learn how to act like on the ground. Right. Right. Running. Right. Hopefully. It's so weird. Hopefully. Or I mean, not. Or not. I like when they don't act well because then it sets the bar a lot lower <laughs> for us. Then I'm like, right. I know I can do but at so, least as well. Seinfeld took like two seasons and then he was good, I thought. Yes. Yeah, Seinfeld Chronicles, not so much. By Seinfeld. <laughs> but the first generation. He, the sec, yeah, the second, I would say by the, he was less wooden by the end of the season. And then, and then it was great. And then he morphed right back. Oh, right into his into wooden, wooden persona. Wooden yes, persona. he is a stiff gentleman, but uh, <laughs> perfectly nice, as far as I could. I've been told. I've never met him, so I'm sure he's very nice. I, I, one time I met him, uh, but he wasn't at a thrift store, so I don't. <laughs> right, well, you were like, we have nothing in common, sir. Keep moving. But you know, it's just, that's a very alienating thing when you tell people you buy stuff at thrift stores. They they it used to be, but well. now you're cool. I, you're cool Even, to a certain faction. Okay. There's still another faction that doesn't want someone's used stuff. Oh, that's right. You were telling me that. Yeah, like my husband's family, like, they're no, they're no way. They, we're not going to buy someone else's shirt? Yeah, like, what if they died in it? I don't know. Maybe they did die in it. That's why you wash it first. <laughs> and that's why it's $7. Right. It's the greatest deal in the world. I, I like thrift clothes. I like, there's, we, but I, 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 I'm not good at picking, so. Like if you like, we'll go today. You'll yeah. you might see a good sweater. You might see a good sweatshirt. I don't have anything in my house except for my television. Okay, which electronics must be, must be purchased. Trying new. to think that didn't come from a thrift store. I mean, even couches. I'll just get them reupholstered because I'm a shabby chic type person. Right. So I'll get them reupholstered. I'll redo them. I, Sometimes reupholstering costs as much as new furniture. Yeah. Though. You well, or I'll try to play and do it myself. And okay. Attack it in. But that's right because you sew. Right. So, but I enjoy that stuff. I don't know what it is like. I don't, number one, I don't like to waste the money on it. It's not right. that I'm cheap, because I'm not cheap. No, no. But I enjoy but, fun, that kind of stuff. It's my that's only fun eclectic for you. personality. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's a fun thing is to save the money to do it and then to to make it your own kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's that's not cheap. That's fun, especially because you're doing your labor on it too. Especially right. if upholstering or sewing. Like, can you make clothing? Wait, fashion. Of course, you can make. Clothing. I can make clothing. Um, I don't have the time nor do no, I no. have the wherewithal to. But yes, I could. I did for a while. Like, I enjoyed that. I liked more. Lot. I like to just make it my own. If do, that makes do sense. Do you tailor? I tailor to fit. Uh-huh. I'll cut you something You always off. look great. Uh, you always, sweetheart. You, yeah. But you know what else? Here's the thing about thrift stores. No one else is gonna in the room is going to have on what you have on. Right. That's the other thing. I like that unique individual. I don't have to look like, you know, I don't have to look like Andre 5000 or one of the LMFAO guys looking weirdo unique. Okay. You know? like, but I, I want to not walk in and have, as a woman... People dress the same places. They shop right. the same places. Oh, yeah. You go to an express or limited and you're going to walk and do a show. I should not have on the same thing that a woman in the audience has on. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Because right? it's a show busy thing. Yeah. Kind of. I don't yeah. know what it is, you know? And, and if for you, it's for, well, I mean, I'm never, I have always dressed as a 12 year old boy. <laughs> I think because I have four, <laughs> right. Well, I have four older brothers and they would constantly give me their old, I mean, that's, I got hand me downs. So yeah. uh, I feel comfortable in those clothes, but I, would like to wear uh, prettier clothes or, or more exciting clothes. But I did what you did. I had those hand-me-downs. But yeah. you know what I did? It you made was them I just cut the shoulder off. That's it. Right? Like, I got it. Because that's, because that's your that's your thing. That's your talent. You wanted to go into fashion. You, yeah. you enjoy that kind of stuff. I tend to... I, I, I've been thinking about how I would love to have someone dress me. You know? Like people yeah. do. You know? People got... Uh, I once... Greg Barron's wife one time. Oh, a yeah. thousand years ago, she was like, "You should dress hip hop," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Pause for a moment." Of <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, I took—I uh, was—I didn't know what that meant. I mean, I listened to hip hop, but I didn't know. I didn't. I mean, it was. Uh, she bought me some camo. We, I bought them, but she picked out these camo uh, cargo shorts. And Missy Elliott? Yeah, yeah I think so, because it was probably during the ty- heyday of Missy Elliott. And uh, and then some sort of blousey kind of thing, like a peasant blouse. It was like a mishmash of these things. And I was like, all right, then I will guess I'll wear this. But the problem is, is, so she'll say, or someone will say, you should dress like this, will buy me one outfit, and then I will wear that outfit for 20 years. Uh, I right. still have those shorts. And, uh, <laughs> what you, listen, they're still hip. I mean, here's the thing. I know, I, I told you earlier, I dress like Ozzy Osbourne. Right. I have the old lady Ozzy Osbourne. I have like black leggings, but, but I kind of went back to the Johnny Cash days and that's what I keep in my travel bag because then I just can flip it through. Oh, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like a, a little black dress that we're all supposed to have, but in your, your case, it's a little black outfit. Yeah. Like I yeah. have like six, I right now have, Two pair, well, I've been out for four days. Right. I have two pair of pants that I would call work pants. Okay. All right. And then one pair of tights that I could wear either way. Just like, walking you know, around. Like walking around or, mm-hmm. and then uh, about four different blouses and, you know, and you that, but black as well. Yeah. And that's how I do it, man. But I think everybody, it's, it's a pain for us. It's different because when you're standing on stage, when you're a woman, yeah. every ounce of you is draped in people take through they drink it and it's it's a weird thing guys they look at them once and then they let it pass yeah i don't want my outfit to overshadow my joke material yeah right but i also like when we started think about this 
I wore the lesbian comedian uniform for the first seven years of my career. Uh, the vest. The, I, I, the t-shirt. I had, I had a jacket that, that literally was my brother's, an old suit jacket right. of his, and I rolled Roll the, the sleeves, sleeves up right? because it didn't fit. I wasn't doing it for hipster reasons. No, no. I did it because it didn't fit, but it looks, I look like a caricature More of like something. A, a female comedian at the time. Right. I had my hair, my hair was longer, but it was up in a scrunchie. Okay. Look, you know what sure. I mean? If you put a split screen of, <laughs> of me and Rosie O'Donnell and Paula Poundstone and, 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 and me Ellen and anybody and we, else, we yeah. all looked the same. Right. That was, so well, I didn't want to be a woman. Like I, I would, I wore, I you were, a, you, you got to play it down. People were always like, well, you can't wear anything. You can't wear. I remember they were telling us, and and they when I tell say us, us, they would tell us women as women comics. I don't know if guys get this, but I remember them saying, "Well, you can't wear a dress on stage." Yeah, because it's distracting. And you're like, "Well, why would it? I don't want to wear a dress on stage, but uh, if I did, why would it be more distracting than some guy wearing a suit?" And uh, they're like, "Well, you know, people could see your legs." And I was like. You're we are we in the 1800s? What's happening? Do no you not want to see an ankle? <laughs> and uh, I taped my boobs down. I would wear two bras. Not oh, now, but like at the time. At the time, like, I was young, and I would have one bra that was um, like a binding softball right. bra, right? That I had. Oh, like a sports bra, right? Um, but they used to be really tight, and and then, yeah, and and I would put that over a regular bra, so it would kind of flatten you out. So you there were no there was no hint of. Breastesses. Right. Well, I never, um, I was always wearing sweatshirts and t-shirts and like relatively big clothes. Yeah. Because, um, I have looked like this, uh, give Which or take. Which you look great. I, I look fine. But give or take 30 pounds, I have looked like this since I was 16. That's crazy. So good I've good never, teams. uh, you know, like when I moved to Los Angeles and I saw women with really big boobs and they would have cleavage and they would be out and I was like, Man, I wish I were that strong in my sense of self that I could wear cleavagey stuff and be, and somebody pointed out, well, they bought those, Jackie. It'd be like not, not bringing your new handbag. Right. You know, it's like not showing off a cool pair of shoes. Well, you that kind of happened to me because I, I had, you know, not, I don't want this to devolve into a breast conversation, <laughs> but I breasts are that, that people would wear their cleavage yeah. out. And I started to see that like on stage and I'm like, why am I hiding this? Now yes. I have jokes. So once yeah. I felt comfortable with my material, then I was able to bring it out a little right. bit Right. Then more. you can wear whatever you want because right. you're like, you can look at my breasts all you want, but you will listen to these damn jokes. Right. And it'll be fine. And it's, but it was weird that, that you were told, because I didn't, you know, we're also not told to talk to each other about the things that we're told. I mean, there's like, <laughs> you know, like there's some sort of, there's like all these unspoken lady comic rules that happened in the 80s and the 90s that nobody really talks about. <laughs> right. And, right. But look at us discussing, uh, cause we the never worked together though. Think about That's it. That's true too. Or now That's we true. do it as we get <laughs> yeah, no further in women. our careers. But we never did. There was never... And even now, they book more women together, just regular comics. They just right. pick three comics. They don't pick, oh, well, we can't have two women on the show or three women on the show. That would right. freak everyone out. Right. No one's freaked out. But they did think that it would freak everyone out in 1992 for some reason. Right. Or 1986. Well, we tell jokes not from chick perspectives. That's the difference. Although I have become exactly what I didn't want to be oh. in a weird way. When I started comedy... A mercenary? I, well, yes, I'm a mercenary. <laughs> You're a merc. Uh, yes. <laughs> You're dead. I have to tell you, I'm an assassin and a hacker. <laughs> I'm responsible 
for the entire Sony Oh, downfall. excellent. The Sony downfall. You're secretly Korean. Go. <laughs> I, w- I wish I'd like to come out now on your show and let everyone know that I'm Korean. Are you Banksy? <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm the guy with that weird mask from V. Oh, from V. Oh, which is, which is just uh, Guy Fox. I think that's a Guy Fox mask. <laughs> the anonymous mask. Anyway. That's what I sleep in. You know, people sleep, have sleep masks to go to sleep. All I right. sleep in the V mask. Um, I don't, I think it's just, I really became what I didn't want to be. Was it, uh, weirdly enough, my phone is ringing and it's only a cell phone. It's because I'm hacked. I agree as I told you. It's the NSA. Finally. I thought I turned this off. That's okay. Maybe it's muted. It's not important. Or admit. Maybe it's Hollywood. Maybe it's, I'm telling you, that's that's probably Amy Pascal going, shut up. Finally. Jackie, we're rebooting Gilmore Girls. You're going to play the mom. Uh, all right. But I, I, when I started comedy, like, I couldn't relate to any women. I, no, before I started comedy, like when I was a big fan. I'm sorry, before I was just a big fan. Before I knew it was available for women. Because it was like women talking about their facelifts in their sequins and their husbands. And now... um Old. I don't have a facelift, but that's, uh, you, you know, got some sequins. You I got some sequins. I don't do sequins. You blinging it? You blinging it? Not really, because I'm too old. You know, you feel I mean? like it, 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 I think it would age us if we went bling. Yeah. For it would sure. actually, because it feels more 60. Yeah. Than 45. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, <laughs> so it's weird. The weird thing is, is, um, like, I don't, I don't think any women were talking. I mean, I think there were three women telling those, those stereotypical jokes that made, the entire world, for some reason, say that women weren't funny. Yeah. And, but the, for some reason, the nine billion gentlemen discussing what hand they hold their dick in <laughs> never made anyone say, you know what, guys are kind of gross right. and not funny. But cause, cause there were also, you know, ten guys that were being super interesting and funny and smart and great. And, but there were, t- but ten percent of the women were doing stuff that was fascinating too. Correct. And eighty percent of the women were doing stuff that was just fine and wasn't hacky, but was just fine, fine. Like eighty percent of the guys. Of the guys. But, but we still deal with that. Even now. Every, we're Once doing it right now. We're Once doing it right now, right? There's gonna be some dude. It's time. Right. You know, we're, we're who, rebooting. Who could it be? Who will, it'll be Joe Biden will accidentally say, you know what, I don't think women are very funny. I don't think he thinks anybody's funny but then, him. Right, he does. He's one of those guys that does look like, but do you, you know when it happens and then somebody always emails you, they're like, did you hear what, you know, Jerry Lewis said or something? I was like, I, it actually doesn't affect me. No. I don't actually need to hear oh, what it is. The only time says. it affected me was when Phyllis Diller said it. Then I was pissed. Oh, did, did I got to meet Phil Stiller one time? That was she. Uh, she said that she didn't think women were funny. She absolutely did, and she said, "Well, what she said was is she didn't think that there was anybody coming up that could fill the shoes that she and Joan Rivers and some of the ones before had done." That sounds just like an ego thing, though. That doesn't sound like she didn't like. I didn't women. think it was that hard to fill those shoes. I don't, no, want to be, no, I don't, think, I don't think that maybe it's me, but I'm just saying. I don't think I'm that saying, gauntlet was thrown. I, I appreciate the work that you did do, Susan B. Anthony, but I'm just saying that uh, at this point, there's a lot of really funny women out there, and it's Decent all good. suffragette. <laughs> yeah, suffer, I, I appreciate your suffragette in moments, but uh, I can't. I can't say that you're irreplaceable. Nobody. 
nobody's irreplaceable. That's completely insane. Yeah. We've gotten off of thrift stores. I know. Is there a particular kind of thrift store you like? Is there a Goodwill? Is there a Salvation Army? Is oh, there I like thrift consignment that, shops? No, not consignment. Too much money. Okay. I think that even Goodwill sometimes have gone above and above, above and beyond what their price is. Like, you want to go, you do know that we realize that you got this stuff for free. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what you want to say to them? I, I do. Yeah. I sometimes say it out loud, mumbling to myself like the weird lady <laughs> at the rack. Um, but I, I, I like, uh, I like a little random off the beat place, like the place we're about to go. I'm excited for that. There's little, like St. Vincent de Paul's when you go by. St. Vinny. Yeah, those are great ones. Um, I really have a great, right now though, I am obsessed when I can't get to a thrift store. I will tell you that there's shopgoodwill.com. Where you can uh, online bid for shop good, but they do get you on the shipping and handling. You may pay. I've bought Christian Louboutin boots. Right. Okay. Literally for a nickel, a hundred bucks, which yep. are twelve hundred dollars shoes. Okay. They are somebody else's shoes. Right. But okay. you're fine. You give it a but shot. But I do bowl. Right. So I know how <laughs> how to avoid. Oh, right. 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 You've. Right. Yeah. So, and, but you do get, they do give you a shipping and handling ridiculousness, like, like a $40 for shipping and handling. Like, right. I know you're not paying skilled labor. Right. So, like, right. I, it's, uh, it's not, it's, it, it could be 20. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, if it were cost. Yeah. So, but I did not know that there was a goodwill.com where you could bid on stuff. Yeah. I will have to confess to one thing early on in my comedy career. I also wasn't getting paid. I mean, everybody knows comics in the beginning. What do we, you know, and the scale hasn't changed. As an MC, you would make yep. 150. If you had a $350 a week, you were out of great space. Yep. Um, then the, the shift was just 350 to maybe seven, 800 as a feature act. They could go anywhere, but it was more 400 to 800. Okay. Right? okay. What I would say is that 200 to MC, uh, three to 500 to feature. Oh, and then uh, nine to twelve hundred to headline. Like sh- I'm talking shitty one nighters. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking. I I was uh, you're, you're an doing improv. Improv. Well, oh, I started at, at the Cleveland Improv okay. and the Funny Bones. There you go. So they were my chain. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all part of the same group. So, but yeah, somewhere but, around but there. But so not yeah, enough money to really live on. Not, no, no. You know what I mean? Living in a condo. So yeah. I would also go to thrift stores. I don't. I don't know how I feel, but I have to. Whether I would recommend this, but if it. I would buy things that were brand new at thrift stores. Yep. Diapers, pantyhose. Okay. Um, Diapers. Yeah, they have them. For um, what? For, okay. Oh. And then I would return them. Oh, you'd go to, to Target. Like Rite Aid or, or Rite Aid. Walmart. The or, place that didn't, for a long time, they didn't require receipts. And then get I would the credit. Get, the, get the credit so I could actually afford to live. Yeah. Have so a soda or I wasn't get cleaning. I, I, I rationalized in my head that I wasn't stealing, right? Because they had those items to resell again, but it wasn't rigorous honesty. I we I, I think we can all admit right now that that was not. Correct. It was not your. You were not the hero of that story. No, but uh, I but, was buying it from somewhere, right? And then they were it reselling it, and they got jobs, and Rite Aid was reselling it, and they were reselling it. Yes, and it, but it's still not. It's, it's a, a slippery it's a, slope. There's an Elliot Cation, uh, my father would definitely say, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. fine. Uh, there is something wrong with that, but it's, uh, but it's over now. Yeah. And, uh, it's a and weird not, Robin Hoodie thing. Yes. And it doesn't feel 
But whatever yeah. it was, you were then saying to yourself, well, now I can buy toothpaste and shampoo, and right. that'll be exciting for me. I have now just confessed to thievery. Right. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to the dark forest, everyone. And uh, so, but it's, Don't so, but St. Vinny, because I do like consignment shops, because they feel better organized, and they feel, um, there's one in Minneapolis called New Look, and okay. you, and you. Oh, New, yes, New of Look. course, sure. It's kitty corner from a, a place called the Paperback Exchange, which yeah. I get some, uh, some, they got all kinds of shitty, uh, sure, mysteries they have all and those science fiction and all that yeah, stuff yeah. everywhere. And so, okay, and so that's good. But in Los Angeles, the one, there's a, there's a, uh, Salvation Army. There's a really, it's right by the factory. There's a Salvation yes. Army factory. Yes. And so that's where they sort everything. Correct. There's a big Salvation Army, uh, three blocks one way, and there's a really tiny Salvation Army, two blocks another way. Right. And the tiny one, they sort of cre- st- skim off the top, sort of the, the more high-end stuff. Sure. You know that they're, because when you walk in, here's how you know if it's a good thrift store. Two things. Um, if it smells... I would turn on and walk out. Okay. okay. That's, yeah. That's a good one. If it's super like, like mothball-y or? Just stinky. Just yeah. Like, because I will tell you that there are times in thrift stores, again, my son's crazy, crazy costume kid. Crazy. Yeah. every Because he's and, a child. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and insane about that. And I would love to help him with that. And I've turned Batman hoods inside out and found little bugs cross. So you do have to be careful. Right. You must wash everything. But, um. That's a good, and if you walk into a thrift store and the people at the thrift store have on like seven jeans and designer clothes, walk out because they've taken the good stuff for oh. themselves <laughs> and really mark the other stuff high. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Those are two good, good yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've just heard of seven jeans. Uh, I don't oh, know yeah. a lot about, uh, these jeans were, uh, I got them at New Look. They Love are them. Ralph Lauren. Okay. And I was, they, st- they're still bleeding. The, the blue jean. <laughs> I've had them for a year and a half. Really? Yeah, I've washed them a thousand times and they still, this bluing comes off Just on it. Just keeps coming off. Just keeps coming off. That can't be good. It can't be good. Something is wrong. We have to soak them a little bit. You have to wash them in vinegar. I oh, is that tell it? You that. Is that? Yes, that's true. I have white vinegar. Wine, like white apple vinegar. cider, white vinegar. Yeah. Wash them in that. Okay. And stop the bleeding. And then that's what do I do with... design <laughs> Thank you very much. And then what do I do with my... Uh, my uh, do then I have to run a cycle of my of my washer to get that vinegar? Probably on? that would. Be thank good. you, thank you for. <laughs> I, it's just I'm looking for idiot tips of let's go all the way. That would let's probably see. probably be beneficial. It seems best if you don't want the rest of your clothes to right. smell like vinegar. Or French chefs would come walking around you trying to make your salad. <laughs> um, I will tell you this too, though. Uh, Bayou in Los Angeles. Yeah. I happen to live right behind the Dime on Fairfax when okay. I lived in LA for all those years. And in the years that I lived there, and now subsequently, they still have the out of the closet. Out of the closets are the best ones. Oh, are they in Los Angeles? Because there's it's, it's a sort of a small chain now. It's a there's small three chain. Or four of them, maybe. They give uh, it's for uh, AIDS it research or age, something. AIDS research, AIDS, uh, HIV people who are shut in. Okay. They give free condoms, which is fun. Um, it's a nice little <laughs> always fun bringer. Um, mm-hmm. And then around the corner. Um, Fairfax and Beverly is a Goodwill, and that's a good Goodwill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's sort of like going to, like, garage sales in fancy neighborhoods. They're like, we're getting rid of this. 
Yeah. I know it's a dresser that would have cost $1,200. I'm a garbage picker, too. I, oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you like Sadly. It's my friend Karen Rontowski likes to find furniture and redo it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And, uh, and not to sound like a complete a-hole, but I will pull up in my Lexus and yes. <laughs> throw something out of someone's <laughs> garbage in my back. And it's That's not how you cheap. got your Lexus. <laughs> you <laughs> found a Lexus behind somebody's house. <laughs> That's it. They left it. The keys were there. I thought, well, you were throwing this away. It was parked <laughs> really? on the curb by this the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh, another. Uh, I will return it to the dealership. <laughs> we try to sell it back to the dealership. Tammy Prescatelli, you guys, unforeseen <laughs> crime. Uh, no, no, but I, I, but I think that it. Yeah, why not though? I mean, if you want it, Andy loves to. He loves. I love. I love it. He loves stuff. We have an alley in our backyard, like out, out behind our backyard, and people abandoned stuff there. And yeah. he's like, "Do you see this? This is a." And it was, you know, like some little kids have. Uh, some little kids have had the best lives, and they have little motorized uh, sports cars. Sure, for little kids. And our neighbor will—he uh, loves to uh, give his kids all kinds of stuff to go fast in. And uh, they have scooters. They have these. They had these little cars. And Andy's like, "I'm gonna take that car and I'm gonna take the engine out because what had happened was the kid had finally broken the steering wheel off, and it was molded plastic, and you can't really fix it, right? right. And I was like. If I were a kid, I would just like to sit in that and pretend, right. right, and just be happy with that. And he said, "That makes me sad. Let me let me just uh, let me just get the get the motor out of this." And then it sat in our garage for a year and a half until he finally took it apart. Well, it's fun. Our neighbors got rid of their wooden swing. And okay, it was, they were throwing it out, and like they're two two houses away. Yeah, and I was driving home one morning from the airport, and uh, I called my husband, like, um, "Could you bring the truck?" <laughs> and he goes, what are you talking about? Because he's got a pick. Yeah. Oh, could you just come? Just two, two houses. Street, two houses down. <laughs> what do you got now? And I go, listen, just come here with the truck before someone comes and gets it. It's, and then I repainted it. It's on our porch right now. And it's a fun swing. It's a fun little wooden oh, swing. Is it, oh, it's a, it's a sitting swing for adults? Sitting swing, like total okay. Mayberry. Yeah, yeah. You know, we back have- and forth. Uh, both of our, uh, neighbors, one of them passed away and we got all of her lawn furniture, oh. uh, cause her son was, is a friend of ours. And then on the other side, she went into assisted living and she's like, do you want my wheelbarrow and what all of my lawn? Do you live in a senior community? We live in a tiny, we, you know those houses on the, on, on the Monopoly board? That's what our house looks like. It's a 1951 tract house. And, uh, the two, the people on either side of us had lived there since they were Planted, planted, uh, built, <laughs> and uh, and so th- now now we have a very nice Filipino family on the on, on the one side, and they're very nice. And then we have an old guy named Larry who just moved in <laughs> into Jane's old place, and he's a he's okay. He's got a Harley and he's got a wood shop, and he's you know he was he was grumpy initially, but he's we're warming. We're we're well, that's we're good. pretty good neighbors. And then we got the nice Armenian family across the street, and then we got uh, the Vietnamese family who doesn't ever cut their goddamn lawn. That's us. And um, really, just once every three months, he's out there with a scythe like it's rice <laughs> season. I make very racially insensitive comments about him. Uh, but then right next to them are more Armenians, and we live in a very diverse neighborhood. A lot of Mexicans, and and uh, it's very blue collar. It's awesome. I like that. Yeah, it's it. I don't feel like I ever have to dress up, which is good because I don't. Uh, but what is the greatest find you ever found? I let's get back to you. Okay, okay, <laughs> classic. Okay. Let's go back. Let's go back. Yeah. So um, thrifting. What's your greatest find? Do you well, think? What are a couple know, of things that you just? I always psyched? find like for me, I like you know like I've Louis Vuitton purses and stuff like oh, that. I've found tons and tons of that before. Real ones? Yeah, real ones. Before a lot of these hipsters came in and stole all right, my started find exactly. You, you liked REM before anyone liked REM. Right, I did, and then um, 
uh, what's, you know, I found one time in a bowling ball bag because I used to collect, I love suitcases. I love okay. old suitcases. Oh. Cause I like to get, I collect can these you old fix suitcases. Them up? Um, you can, or you can kind of just leave them as is. I don't use them for suitcases. I use them for, to store things. Oh, in okay. And kind of neat, then. like, you know, yeah. things you want, like cards or whatever, whatever. Like I have electronics in one. I okay. have, you know, and they're in my office and they're just stacked and they look kind of cool. I once found, uh, I once found $172. In um, cash? In cash in a bowling ball bag. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Crazy. And I did call to give it back and they yeah. said, no, no, it's, you know, it's clearly it's too far. But it, it, what you have Remote. to think about it, it's a 19, probably 60s bowling ball bag. Did you look at the dates on the bills? Um, and they were in the, From the 62, 66, like it was old. So that was a lot of money back then. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of money. 170. So, like if I had found it back then, that was equivalent of probably like a grand. Yeah, exactly. I love that kind of stuff. I'll probably never be the one that finds the declaration of independence <laughs> behind or something. The treasure map. Yeah. But. It's always you in could. my head. It, it, yeah, it's always in your head. Yeah. You're like, I could be. I could, I could be, be the one. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I always look for that kind of stuff. Those are my greatest, greatest gifts. Excellent. You know? I, I like it. Now, um, we can we can keep talking thrift stores. We can talk weird reality shows that you like. Because you also said that. And vampire books. I don't I don't read. Was it Anne Rice? I started with Anne Rice. Okay, um, yeah, vampire books. Let's right? do this. I started. That was my first thing. That's yeah. like the nineties, and I started with Anne. Well, no, really, if we take it, take it, take it back. Yeah, yeah. In like seventh and eighth grade, I read the Bram Stoker and the you know trying to see. Isn't the, that her? No, no. Bram oh, Stoker. Wait. Is oh, the, the original author, Dracula. Dracula. The original I, Dracula. Yeah. And the, I have downloaded it to my Kindle and have been too scared to correct. start it. And then the Salem's Lot, because then that led to... Is that Stephen King? That was the Stephen King. Right. Because that was the first vampire movie that I really saw was the Salem's Lot. Okay. And I was petrified. But you plugged through it? Fourth or fifth grade. Wow. Oh, sure. But now you look at it, and you can actually see the vampire masks. You could see the line of the the skin. Like, it's so ridiculous and scary. I don't know why I became fat, cause I don't, I'm not a horror person. Okay. But there's something about the vampire books. Okay. That I'm, that it's, it's almost so farcical that I can, I, I told you before, I like to not be able to insert myself into that reality. Oh, right. I don't like to see, as much as I'm thrilled for our friends to get cast in things, right. I don't like to see people I know in vampire right. movies or, you know, right. or Cause you're like, it takes show. you out of the, uh, out of the illusion. Yeah. But so, when you read a vampire book or you watch a vampire TV show or a vampire movie, you are not scared? No, not at all. You, what, what is, what makes a vampire more interesting to you than a werewolf or a mummy? Because it feels like my life. A vampire. I because it's at night? Or First something? of all, um, yeah, because my, because <laughs> I always feel like my family's out to stake me. So there's always that element that <laughs> chasing me. Right. But I think that you, you were know, the undead. For the longest time, you know, like we only came out at night as a cop. I'm not even trying to be facetious. Right, right. As comics, we only came out at night. There were very few of us. People really didn't understand us. And when you found a like mind, you were like, oh, I get it. And I always kind of felt, Outside of myself, 
as a kid, I never felt like I quite part of, or I still feel like I don't belong in my family. I've always been the black sheep. So I think kind of that, and just the fascination of an ultimate Because they are very separate. They're very separate, but they're very powerful beings. Correct. As are you. Oh, yeah. Possibly. possibly But you see, my vampire magic is already working. Exactly. But I do like, I like the, the mystique of it. Like, and there was always something. How were vampires created? Like, how was the first vampire created? Well, do we know? To, to the real, the real story is that Dracul was a, an actual Romanian prince. Okay. And who was just vicious. Vlad the Impaler? Or? Yeah. And he would, uh, have his, have his, uh, enemies impaled. Yeah. And, or or impaled. House. Yeah. And then drink their blood? Or no? I don't know if that's actually the case. <laughs> but, but in, in the canon, like, how um, are vampires created? Well, you could go back to, uh, Christ and the disciples. Oh, the, well, the first zombie, of course, they was uh, Lazarus. They could say he, that, right? Well, that's I, I read a comic book where where Christ created the first zombie by raising Lazarus. You could say that, and you could say, you know the drinking the blood of Christ. Oh, right. So maybe that was it because you the wine say. turns into the blood. I don't know where it comes from, but I just was always fascinated, and I do find you that- haven't read a, a a vampire book that has told you. Supposedly, the how vampires? No, no, the they're first all vampire? different. Because you know why they all come from different places. Yet lately, their fiction is crisscrossing, so it's a little bit bizarre. Okay, why? Ah, uh, because I think some of them were influenced. Because now we have these great. You have like the Godfather, like you have an Anne Rice. Okay, right? Who started that genre, if you will? Technically, um, right. What was became popular? The interview, the interview with, with a vampire, vampire and all the way down about? the vampire list. What was that about? Um, well, it was a lot like this. I have to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you Let's what it was. How like. it starts? Um, where he wants, where a reporter wants to interview a vampire, and then he tells his whole story, and it goes into this whole thing and the vampire list and he how he is a modern-day vampire, but it takes you back to all their culture. And then by the end, in the 13th, she's got a new one out that I'm forcing myself to read, but it's so inside that I've forgotten the details. Okay. But I still will plow through it. Right. So what are the first six really good? Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Just one after another. Is it one interview after another, or is it just going into this guy's The bad guy becomes the good guy, because that's what always happens in all these vampire sagas. Oh, really? The bad guy becomes a good guy. I'm fascinated by, there's a woman, this Mary Janice uh, Dick, I want to make sure I say her name correctly, because I always say, say it the wrong way. Hold on. She's a very funny author. She's got a whole series. Uh, it's called the Undead series, Mary Janice Davidson. Okay. And she loves comedy. And she's actually even talked about her characters in her series going to see Jim Gaffigan in concert. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. And this is how much a dork I am. Yes. I wrote her. Right? That's <laughs> right. To ask her if she really ever got to meet Jim Gaffigan, why did you write her? I just wanted to let her know that um, I <laughs> that you enjoy did comedy. Her, and, right? then- and I do comedy. Not that I you know, would ever want to be a character, but it was just a lot of fun. And then that worlds have collided. Yeah. And that you wanted her to know. Right. And, and she I responded? Doubt Jim, I love Jim, but I doubt that he reads, reads vampire those. books. I mean, I would think I look at Jim as a brilliant mind and I look at me as a... Uh, I could have the ability to be brilliant, but I don't use my powers for good. Do you have a lot of potential <laughs> still? Uh, no, no, no. Not, a, not at all. No, no. 
No. Uh, I love that Jim Gaffigan's a genius and you are not. No, that I doesn't make any like, sense. I would feel that he would be too. Because um, he's talking about, you know, he's talking about food on a stick. Cheese. And, and, but yeah. still, I would feel that he would not. He that wouldn't he wouldn't read. read oh, I think he probably novels. he reads different crap. Maybe he may not read vampire. Yeah, well, I crap. see him more of you know a biography channel kind of you know coffee table book guy biographies <laughs> and you know actual real people so he can sure. use the facts. Sure. Um. I you know I you who knows but you wrote to her and now what so what is what's her first book? Oh, she's got a whole undead series. And it's funny. It's like these, this woman who is like this, has this normal, mundane, blah, blondie, you know, totally socially parrot, like a, oh, like a regular lady? Yeah, like a Paris Hilton average oh, person. Not rich, but like a bubblehead. And then she. Oh, wait, she works in HR? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I have to slam the HR people. But, uh, but I always think like, uh, uh, I, I never know who goes into HR, but I have a theory that it's, uh, cheerleaders. Correct. It's kind of like, well, except that now, as a, as a cheerleader, I have to say, I, but I don't think I belong. No, no, I it's just sweeping. See, I'm not no, saying no, no, it isn't sweeping. No, no, no. Well, let's, I will tell you those, I've had a big issue with myself trying to figure out why I was captain of the cheerleaders and I really <laughs> boil it down to the need for attention. Sure. And that because I was a daughter of a pro football player, I was, uh, your not, dad was a pro football yeah, player. Yeah, I wasn't Who coordinated did he play for, for Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. That's the day. And then he retired with the Browns. The Browns. But back in the day when literally Jackie, play? uh, we, he, we have to stop real briefly oh. and find out what is your father's name? Jim Gillespie. He was a giant. He's a Gillespie. giant of a man. He's these mountains in Aspen remind me of he, my childhood. What did he play on the on the football oh, team? He was a defensive lineman. I mean, he's Holy skinny smokes. at three hundred pounds. He's six five. He's. It's why I was always good. Well, this is exciting. I was like a good kid because I was. Oh, he thought you were going to break you in half. I was petrified. Okay. I was why I always was like you know I was. How many kids in your family? Uh, myself and my two brothers. Okay, so yeah. three kids. And yeah. are, do either of them play professional football? Uh, no, my fa- but my one brother is a college coach. You okay. Know, and yeah. I mean, they, they try. They each played in college. They, sure, sure. they tried, but. Right, um, right. But one of them is a coach. And, yeah. And so they, they, were they went into sports. Me. My brothers had the athletic ability. Yeah. They didn't have the heart like oh, to I kill, did. To kill. I have You're that. Yeah. I really do assassin. have that. Tell me I can't do it and I'll die trying. <laughs> I really have that Liam Neeson. I don't have a certain, you know, I'm not rich, but I do have a certain set Why of skills. Why do they keep taking that man's children? And I will find you and I will kill you. Because <laughs> apparently he's a bad person. <laughs> apparently <laughs> people keep wanting to steal his children. I don't think he's learned that he <laughs> should retire and just go to or, some Or maybe town. he should possibly spend more time with them so that yeah. they don't get snatched in the he first He needs day. a fortress of solitude that he can <laughs> just hide them in. Here's, okay, so, but let's get back to oh, the vampire right books. How, me too, a little bit. Really? Because it's, we should drink water because we're in Aspen, oh, yeah. Colorado. And all of a sudden I feel like I'm gonna, maybe we're unveiling vampire secrets and. No, I think it's because we're, we were talking too much and not drinking any water or breathing. <laughs> you have to remember to breathe in Aspen. It's a big thing. So, what, so this woman has like an office job and she becomes a vampire? Yeah, and she gets like a... She gets bit by some bad yeah, guy? But or? turns out, not only is she just a vampire, she's the queen of the vampires. So I've read her books. I've read the Suki Stackhouse series. How does she get to be the queen? into the True Blood series. Okay. Um, simultaneously. And you just go back and forth. And it, it's fun to want... I've read the whole, uh, the young adult fiction. Are you all right? You look like you're going to pass out. I know. I have a little bit of a... I have some issues as well. Yeah. We're really lightheaded. Is there... Did the fire take all the oxygen out of the did, room? Oh, but... 
Are you gassing us? Is this some like, kind of Auschwitz um, podcast? Wow. Why has it got to go there? I don't know, but I have to. Jews? Yeah, I'm going to open it up. That has nothing to do with the Jews. It's Auschwitz. It's, it's Auschwitz. Not, it's in, this was not, I'm opening up the door in case. I appreciate it. That's good. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you haven't opened the flu. I did open the flu. I paid a kid 10 bucks to come open my flu. First of all, any guy who's in the flu business. <laughs> Did you Perhaps. know that the flu has an E on the end of it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna drink some water, you guys. So so there's so what you do, could, could you, you watch if we died at the end of this podcast? This is it. Their last words were about this vampire like books. Jim Jones Guyana <laughs> <Right>. podcast. <laughs> like, this is, wait a second, Miss did you offer me this water as a Cosby esque thing? Yes. There, oh my is god. Is there someone that's gonna come in? I'm gonna take advantage of you at any minute wait now. And uh oh Bill Cosby. No, you're passing out too. I know someone's it. taking advantage of I must have I really feel like I'm going to just fall right over right well, now. Well, let's see where we're at. We're at, uh, we're almost at 50 minutes. We could probably call it. Uh, <laughs> it could be a little bit shorter. It's not going to kill anybody because we're, you know what? We're like a thousand million feet up in the sky. I know. There's no air up here. And I, I hate it because I never feel as lazy and as sloth-like as I really am in real life. It's never called out into question until I come to Colorado. Because people are like, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing in the day? I'm like, oh, you're nothing. Because I think they're going to say, you want to go get something to eat? Yeah. And they're like, want to hike the mountain? No, I really don't. No. <laughs> I have no desire. No. Want to take the tram up to the top of the mountain and go to the radio station? No, I really don't. Thank you. Could I call in from my hotel room? That would be the best. It's um so did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I did. Okay. Totally. I loved it in series. Um uh, again, first 5 years I'd say. First 5 I, years. I well, I didn't have cable. This okay. was early living in in Los Angeles. I only saw it in uh, in syndication. Um I bought um the what you bought the DVD? Right, at a thrift store, by oh, the way. Nice. At a thrift store and then found an online group because I bought the first season, then found an online group that was willing to switch. Yeah. With oh, me. Oh, trade. Yeah. And then that's, that's, cause in LA, you can, and it was the greatest thing in the world. And so, yeah, I loved that. I, I'm a big fan of chicks being strong. And I yeah. do think that there's something with the vampire thing, but maybe that's what it is. It's the strength. Right. Cause I mean, but isn't there a whole genre where it's the girls fall in love with the vampire because he's some dark sider dude? And he's unattainable. Like, isn't there, there's like two, there's like really strong lady vampires who are awesome. And then there's the women who fall in love with the vampires. Not a big fan of them. Not, um, yeah, the other side, the twilight I'm side, flipped. right? Yeah. Um, although I do enjoy that moment of, <laughs> this is why I know vampires <laughs> aren't real. Because if a teenage girl found a vampire boyfriend, it would be on Facebook and Twitter with it, like Snapchat <laughs> it. It would be out, like she can't keep a secret. Right. But I love that moment of, what are you? You're not. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, you seem to know a lot about history. <laughs> yeah, that's because he's 700 years old. And You're 17, but <laughs> you look 17. And well, the crazy thing is, is like I want, like I always, I always think I, I, I like the women powerful thing more than the than the than the in love thing. Even though I read romance novels, I'm not above a romance you novel. Do? Not a lot, uh, but I I do. Like I'm in a, a terrible jag right now. I got to get out. I got to get out of the, the romance novel jag where I can't stop. This is how you judge how many romance novels you've read in the last three months. I've spent two hundred dollars on romance novels. That is crazy because you don't keep them. I mean, all the only way to judge 
uh, how many romance novels you're reading is monetarily because right. they are eight dollars a piece. Right. And so I've spent probably two hundred dollars in the last three months. So my dad went into the hospital, and I was and, I, and so I was spending a lot of time around my family members. Sure. And so I retreat to things that are soothing. Again, not to pull a full circle, thrift stores best place for books. Oh yeah. Best. Oh yeah. Absolutely the best. Right, but they're very specific. Like the author I'm reading right now is uh it's crazy. I found this list of the 10 best Regency romance novels in this woman's opinion. And so I was like I was looking for a new author because the author that I was reading, yeah, the author I was reading wasn't very fun. This is super dorky by the way. Uh the Jackie Cation's new dork to my guess is romance novels until I can get back into reading other things again. Sometimes we need to be taken. Maybe that's why I like Vampire, because it's so, my real life is tough, right? Like you right. need to be taken out of your regular... I, I, oh, I went romance novel taken, which is a rape analogy. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, I'll be oh, over yes. here. So, uh, so, I, don't, so. I don't read those ones, by the way, the, yeah. the Fifty Shades of Grey. Me either. Much, I don't, there's too much hitting. I don't want, I don't, there's no hitting in Grown Up Land. And, uh, and, and if, and if you like hitting in your, in your love play, that, uh, I'm a hundred years old, of all, by if, the way. I would uh, not read, uh, if I want porn, I'll watch porn. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no need to read porn fiction. <laughs> I'm not in reading the Linda Lovelace series. Oh, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, just uh, pick the it Happy up. Hooker, I believe, yeah, was something right, when right, I was in junior high that somebody right. turned me on to. Uh, this is digressed. Uh, Tammy Pascatelli, <laughs> let me just say, so what would you recommend if people wanted to start reading vampire novels? Where should, like, Twilight is not, is, this woman sounds great, the one who's funny. I read Twilight, but the Mary Janice Dickinson, yeah. or Davidson, I'm sorry, Mary Janice Davidson. Right. So funny. Her character's, are, are they well fun written. They're funny. They're all, it's really, and it doesn't doubt, once you get a little bit further down the series, it does go into like some different kind of explanations and the whole vampire hierarchy. But right. once you're there, you're either a fan and you're all in anyway, or, you know, but for the first couple, you'd enjoy, anybody would enjoy these books. Okay. Uh, everybody, go to at Tammy Pescatelli on Twitter and pescatelli.com. And we're gonna go breathe. We're gonna go breathe and drink some water and uh, and 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 live our lives. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?